All right, Racy and Reavers, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. I'll say. Uh, uh, let's talk with uh, Sunday's game, which I saw your Lakers play against St. Patty's. Yeah. What a yard they have turned that into. The state runners-up in Class C. Now, decisive runners-up, we must say. They were edged by a few. <laughs> decisive runners-up. But when I was in Prior Lake 35 years ago on a beautiful Sunday afternoon... I might take a little drive out Highway 13. We lived out in that direction and go see a game at St. Pete. They had a snow fence. They had <laughs> weeds as thick as, you know, if anybody hit a home. I think it was three three bills to straightaway center. It was yep. a glorified softball park. And now you see uh, just this gorgeous little ballpark. And they don't have a grandstand, and I hope they never build one because— the the view of the vista when you're sitting on the side of the hill mm-hmm. it was a it was a perfect location how's that baby do when it's wet we did play it's there down there in the valley we did play there early in the year a couple of years ago and it was damp trying to get down to the dugout well that's the hard that's part. the that's a little <laughs> you treacherous basically got to walk over the, on the highway <laughs> right and the hope down you the don't street. get hit by a car because <laughs> I never thought of that everybody's always said. You know, Augusta is so gorgeous and blah, blah, blah. But those hills, when they're wet, you got more people sliding on their ass and, you know, spectators. And this is the same way, I'm sure. Because, listen, as a slow-moving 75-year-old, I had to watch my steps just taking, you know, you can't. You, you can't you can't create momentum. No, you know no. if you start, you're in go, trouble. If yeah. you start going, you're going to end up at home plate. Well, what, well, the one advantage the players have is, for the most part, they're wearing their cleats. Yes, so that gives them yes, some traction right, right, going right. down the yeah, hill. That but. is true, but uh, uh, citizens are. That's why nobody really sits down deep on a hill. It's that, say. and it's also all the shade is up at the top yeah, under the right. trees and whatnot. Yeah. But, but I will say this too: the hill also uh, serves another purpose. Because most of the ballparks, especially in the DRS, um, the ones that don't have a playground in that area, you have a tough time convincing your your kids to come along. But that hill is the greatest babysitter in the DRS. Oh, God, they can oh, run like... And they run. roll and roll and roll. It's just fantastic. No, they've done a really good job with that like, park over uh, the years. Run like crazy people. You should go there, too, by the way, Pat. If it's a warm July, Saturday, Sunday, whatever... When the humidity's up, because there's no air movement on the field because okay. it's down the hill, yeah. the balls uh, the balls take off oh, out of that will. park. Oh, uh, yeah, they will jump yeah. out of there too. Well, they're uh, it's a it's a gorgeous park, and politically they're in good shape for baseball because the field is owned by the church board. Mm-hmm. The church the church owns the field. The church board, the baseball board, and the city board are all the same guys. So <laughs> yeah, they're in good shape. The, the town board, the the, the, the the same four guys uh, run baseball, the church. I mean, the priest yep. probably runs the church, but uh, the baseball, the church, and the little town. Yeah, there. and I the the thing I really like about it is I was you know dismissed in this thinking, but you know we're hosting the state tournament uh, next year with Dundas. And I said, boy, if those guys had lights, that would be yeah. a perfect third yes. site for a state tournament. Plus, you're just campaigning for more teams in that league to have lights so that the ones without <laughs> lights can't get all the Saturday and Sunday games where the, where the beer is sold. Right? You know, they are some of the greatest bull slingers with that, with that outfit. They're fun guys to yeah. hang out with after the game. And I said, I know what you guys are up to. He says, what, Reavers? And I said, well, I just know you guys don't want lights because you're just like Newmarket. You want all the Saturday and Sunday yes, home right. games. Oh, I'm no yeah. dummy. Yeah, Newmarket, there's no reason for them not to have lights. No. Except they're, you know, they 
But they go over to Elko and play a playoff game once yep. in a while, then right? Yeah, if they have to. But boy, they uh, they've made because they get great crowds in Newmark. And in Are St. they Patrick, still B? By the yeah, way, yeah, they're still B. They're still B. And they don't like it probably. Yeah. They're they're going with a, a pretty good sized youth movement where they're getting a lot of kids from okay. that mash. Uh, outfit that's down there in Lakeville, so they're getting a lot of good players out of there okay. that go to that are probably going to Lakeville North or South High School. I'm gonna okay. guess, but yeah, they went with a youth movement this year. All right. Well, now last night I uh, pretty I've been watching this uh, series. I think it's on Netflix. Loudermilk, and I just got into it. It's been around for a while, but that Ron Livingston okay. is the lead character, and he's a alcohol drug and alcohol counselor for a small group of 12 people who are all nitwits mm-hmm. and uh and he's kind of a nitwit but it's 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 mostly comedy but it's pretty serious so anyway after the uh sixth inning last night you I switched, I switched to the louder <laughs> so i didn't see i didn't catch up i looked every once in a while even our guy Thielbar. uh Ooh, got yeah. knocked around a little bit, but then Derek Law came in and made it worse. I saw Pat, let a couple of his runs score. What the hell is he doing on the big league roster? Well, that might have changed <laughs> tomorrow anyway when they come back home. But uh, anyway. he Pat, seriously, watching him last night, I missed his Sunday outing because yeah. we were playing. But last night, Pat, all I said was, this guy looks like he should be pitching for Sartell. Yeah, he uh, he bunch struck out a bunch of guys in uh, spring training, and I I'm sure he'll be they'll run somebody else out there. But I heard Rocco's I I read what Rocco's quotes after the game, and it's the same about our guys are not going to give up, blah blah blah. And I know we all like to make fun of him because of the the pablum that he issues after each each increasing embarrassment, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel sorry for the guy because in the Zoom era, he's basically the only guy accountable. Oh, that's you true. You know, I mean, otherwise you're looking for the player who screwed up, right? Mm-hmm. You're looking for the cats and jammer kids on that one pop-up out there when Polanco and Garlic and was crawling around on their bellies and looked like the hill at St. Patrick's <laughs> with did. the little kids. I mean, it was, it was just, it was... It was Abbott and Costello beat Frankenstein. It was unbelievable. Well, last night, you know, she watched a little bit with me at the yeah. end, knowing that we were going to do the podcast today. And it was one of those games, Pat, where I couldn't stop watching the dysfunction. Yeah. It was so bad. It got worse and worse it as, did. The, as the game progressed. Simmons starts it right off by going to third on that, get running into mm-hmm. an out right off the bat when you might still have a good rally going. But... If you saw Maeda pitch the first inning, you knew that that lead had no chance to stay because right. yeah, he you had did. nothing. Right. He couldn't throw anything close. He finally got embarrassed enough in the third, fourth, and fifth innings to start throwing some strikes, but he was god-awful. I he, remember. He, he would, if, the, if it hadn't been for that screaming line drive that got caught in the first inning, he would have given up five in the first inning. It was yeah. brutal. I remember, too, looking at... It was the bottom of the fourth. I don't think that there was anybody out, but he walked a guy. I think this was the fourth. And I remember looking at his pitch count, and he was already at 65 pitches. Well, yeah, he was through I mean, three he was innings. in the 40s after two. Uh, but it was, I mean, he was brutal. But early on, it was like, it was like watching Barrios the other day. You know, you know, that. He, he he battled and all that crap, but he he was terrible. Mm-hmm. He was behind and he was not going after anybody. But back to the original point, Rocco then has to 
not, you know, he can't come in and say, we stink, we got no chance, we ought to dump this whole lot of people. You know, that's... <laughs> that would be a bad message. That would be a bad message. So he's got to say this crap. But it reminded me of how great things were. My, one of my Now we're talking 1970s, maybe early 80s. John McKay, the coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Sure. The greatest smartass in the history of coachdom, including the guy when he asked, what do you think of your team's execution? He said, I'm in favor of it. <laughs> Love but that, that, that wasn't here, I don't think. But at Met Stadium, they dressed a football team in the clubhouse of the visiting baseball team, Ooh. which you couldn't which couldn't hold a baseball team, really. So they had these guys crawling all Did over each other. Did they have to do it in shifts, basically? I, crawling all <laughs> each other. Some of them in the dressing in the bathroom and the whole damn thing. And the interview, there was a little nook as wide as this, almost, this opening here. About you a four-foot opening. 12, yeah, it, was, it was 12 feet, you know, okay. 8 feet, 10 feet. That's where you did your interview. And, and... McKay, who was getting a lot of money out of those guys and was an egomaniac, had a cigar, obviously from Cuba or someplace, you know, some $5 cigar in 1981, you know. Mm -hmm. And he was, I don't think he lit it yet, but he was preparing to light it. And he's in this little hallway with all of us crowded around him, like 10 guys pushing and shoving, and there's a door behind him. And there's a little storage room in that door. And somebody, somebody, he's talking, and the door opens behind him. An equipment guy from the home, you know, from here who helped pack Help the visiting up, team, yeah. Kind of starts, comes out and pushes pushes his way past, you know, gently pushes his way past McKay and then winds his way through this mass of humidity to get in there. And McKay looks at him every, like, looks, you know, just, I wish I could do this visually for mm -hmm. people, but just looks at him like, you know, all the way in, you know, it takes like 20 seconds for him to make his way through the crowd. And he looks at us and says, who built this bleeping place? <laughs> but but then he talks about how rotten his team was. They stunk that mm -hmm. day. And that's what he said. But, you know, you guys are tired of listening to me. You don't want to. You don't want to listen to me. You want to talk to the fellas. And he pushed the door open, like backhanded, pushed the door open and says, come on in. Come on in and meet the fellas. <laughs> Which is one of my great. I love that. I've used that a thousand. Come on in and meet the fellas. That was a very big catchphrase. But on. poor Rocco can't say no. in the Zoom era. But hey, they're all in the clubhouse. Go in and meet say the, hello fellas. To the fellas. Go in and ask the fellas. Go in and ask the fellas why they eight of them surrounded a ball crawling on their stomachs. Oh. And, you know, ask Simmons why, as a wily veteran, he decides to go to third base like. Without a good break mm -hmm. on it, and you know, ask the fellas. Well, this is a bad thing for all managers in the Zoom era, and all coaches is they got to answer the questions. Yeah, they, I'm not they got to they yeah. got to make the excuses, you know, because normally you go in, you listen to the manager for five minutes, and but you're you're or you wait and go into the clubhouse and look for the guy 
who was either the hero or the goat in that game, right? And last night might have been tough because you would have had about six you different had goats. goats. But you could have turned anywhere you could have turned. Or even if you're not going to get Maeda, you can go to talk to Ben Rortman and said, first time you caught him, what the hell was wrong? You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you could you could talk to the catchers. You can talk to, you know, this guy like Simmons who apparently likes to talk. You could say, what the hell was that? So you, you know? have long contended since the pandemic began that you that the Zoom era was here to stay. Might things like this reverse uh, that thinking? Well, I'm not exactly. I'm. It's going to be reduced greatly. And any time they can use it as an okay, today we're going to do it on Zoom. Oh, it's, so it's going to be today we can do it on Zoom. So it's getaway day, and they got a pack, so we'll use Zoom today. Okay, they're going to use it, but I think we'll get. We used to get, well, we used to get unlimited access to that. I mean, you could wander in at two in the afternoon and see if anybody was there. Then it, it got down to an hour and a half. Now, uh, it was the the past few years, and. And then, you know, two-thirds of the time, you know, two-thirds of the team was back and wouldn't be at the lockers. But you'd at least be able to go in there and ask somebody to go retrieve somebody or something. Sure. And, you know, after the game, you might not get the get the GOAT immediately, but pretty soon somebody go back there and say, you know, they're out there waiting for you and they ain't leaving. <laughs> so then he, then he might come out. Now, not always, but sure. sometimes they come out and say he's not coming out. So, so I have like to Josh add- Donaldson, the, the big example to me is last year when he had the tantrum, got thrown oh, out of the game. In Chicago, right? Yeah. You don't get the, he's not on the Zoom call after the game to ask him what the hell he was doing. Right. So like two days later, he answers questions. So we had, I think it was last week we had chatted, you know, after another miserable um, performance against what, it, you know, name your team. Yeah. That, you know, I'm thinking, Pat, I was thinking two things last night. If they get swept by the Whiteys, they're toast. Yes. I don't are. know how they're going to recover. And the other part is, well, they're n- let's say we start the old fire sale. Who the hell on this roster are teams going to well, want? Well, Joel Sherman already has a rumor out there that the Yankees are talking to the Twins about Hap and Pineda. Really? Because they're, you know, they're thin with starting pitching. I didn't realize They've that. had them both in the past. Yeah. They like them both. So if they can, you know, here's the deal. The White Sox don't have Roberts and don't have Jimenez and just got eaten back, but it's still a mismatch. Oh, it's no a question. mismatch. No question. It's a mismatch. And when they go to the bullpen, the first lefty they bring in is not their good lefty, and he throws 97. Yeah. You know, whatever that kid's name, yep. throw in and, you know, he throws 97, and then they bring in Bummer, who's going to be one of the better relievers in the league. He's got he's not a bullet thrower, but but they're bringing in that's what we've been talking about. Everybody else is bringing in four guys who throw 97. And these guys and we saw our phenom yesterday, Alcala. He got no idea what the hell he's doing. Right. He's 26, he's 25. He's 25. He's not some urchin. I think he's 26 this summer sometime. Wow. I'd have to look it up. So um, anyway, well, not to mention, I, I think really it is. I had a guy tell me a, a week ago, just some a blogger guy. I don't even know him for sure. He says, but uh, he follows him closely and said, "They're gonna have a fire sale here." I said, "Yeah, I think, I think you know, 
they they they'll move some guys, but who are they going to be able to move? I mean, look, but I think right now, if they're if they're looking at happen, they figure if they're going to move happen Pineda, they better move him right now. Oh yeah, because they're pitching good, right? Especially Hap. Hap tonight. Hap's been outstanding. You know, Hap, yeah. Hap, you want Pat Hap to go six and give up four runs? You know what you don't want is Hap to get hammered tonight. If indeed. I think the Yankees will take Pineda under any circumstances because you know he's good. But uh, the other thing too, but, about, but why, why beat your head against the wall? You just played the easiest twenty percent of your schedule, and you can't beat anybody. You lost three of four to freaking Texas at home. Yes. My God. Which, by the way, I saw yesterday has now lost thirteen straight interleague games. And they all, they they beat the the Royals. Uh, what was it? Two out yeah, of three. Now lost nine in a row. Not, I think it's ten now. Now ten. Yeah. 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 But the thing, the thing about last night's game too, Pat, it was nine to three. It was a complete mismatch. Once they got they they scored the three in the top of the yes, first, right? Don't score they again. didn't score again. They didn't even really have a threat, but yeah. they still left eleven guys on base. Yeah. And they uh, arise threw out a guy at the plate. Yes, Polanco saved a run in the eighth inning with a fantastic backhanded play. And then uh, there was another. Was it a double play? So I mean, it could have been a lot well, worse. Early, yeah. But right through the guy out of the plate for for uh, and for Maeda, right? Mm-hmm. He threw him, and that ball, that rocket double play in the first inning. That's right. right. That's what it I'm was, thinking of. Who they hit? Uh, hit them. I, I can't. You know, remember. it was very interesting last night. Uh, Dylan Cease on the hill. Miguel's 28th birthday. They don't play him. Nope. They just figured that. I mean, they've now reached the point where they say, well, if we got a hard-throwing righty, you can't play him. No, and I think the only— At least Ostadio put the bat in the ball, you know. I think the only starter from the Whiteys that Miguel would even have a chance against is Rondon because he doesn't throw very hard Don't, anymore. Yeah, lefty who's— up, But even—I'd still take him over Miguel in a, if I had to bid on it. Yes, so— is he is he Radon is pitching great by the way? Yeah, he he had a no hitter, no hitter, but he's 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 been. But their rotation, Keuchel tonight, you get he can yeah. you know he Keuchel throws soft enough. Although Keuchel will not throw anything in the middle of the plate, oh. so he'll get him to chase it. So I mean, it's they're bad, they're and bad. You mentioned I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, Thielbar was in the game, and we all love the story. Thielbar's yeah. great, great yeah. kid, great local kid. He was uh, up 1-1 on a Brayu, and I, the catcher, help me with his name again, uh, your guy? Bet Rutman. Thank you. Was setting up on the outside of the plate, and Theobar threw a slider, and, and he drilled him in the back knee. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, who served up the home run to Abreu? That was uh, was that Acla? That was Acla. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Abreu's hitting like 210. You're getting, you're getting to play the White Sox now with him cold. Yes. Uh, we're, they'll heat him up. Yeah. Then, you know. This uh, is bad. This is there's a no there's let's let's not kid pass ourselves. along this yeah. any it's early. No. You know, no, it's not now anymore. thirty one games. That's a fifth of the season. Yeah. yeah. But uh I was I was after my disgust with the twins ended, I flipped <laughs> over to MLB Network that was carrying the uh Mariners at the Dodgers. Yes. And I I always forget how to pronounce his name, the left handed kid from Japan. Is it K- Kikola or Yeah. Yeah, for Seattle. Wow, is he good? Yeah, he is really good. Yeah, he pitched here, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah I liked him a lot. Yeah. Or Kikuchi, I think that's how he pronounces his name. Anyway, but he was mowing through the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers had outside of Bellinger, I think they had their full lineup. No, the Dodgers have not been hitting. No, I think the Dodgers need a three hundred pound first. Do base. you know? Yeah, no kidding. Do you know what the Seattle Mariners team batting average is? 
207, maybe? Yes, it was 208 last okay. night. Yeah, I like, well, last in Major League Baseball. Well, they passed Detroit because Detroit had a couple of... Detroit got to play the Twins. Detroit was... When the Twins came to Detroit, their team batting average was 195. Whoo! 195! Wow. Miggy was hitting 60. And he got like eight hits. <laughs> Didn't he? Who was he eyeballing to on the Twins? Because uh, he was... You know, the, he was blowing it by him. It might have been Akala. I can't remember yeah. who it was. And he's talking like, it's not his fault you're 45 years old <laughs> no, and can't no, catch up to the fastball. But he's he's doing it in a good-natured way. Oh, is he know? really? I okay. mean, he's not, like, complaining. He's, oh. just, he's just saying, boy, do I, he's, I think he's saying, like he didn't throw that pitch five years ago, you know. <laughs> It's uh, he's he's basically showing up to cash those checks, isn't he? Well, yeah, and they're letting him play because they stink. And what the hell, it's Biggie, so why, why not? Did what I hear right too? Was he was AJ Hinch booed at Comerica? Did the well, because of the because cheating? of the cheating scandal? <laughs> I don't. Know I thought I heard somebody say I didn't hear it live. Try to do that probably, but they booed their own manager for a cheating scandal <laughs> with another team. I thought that was great. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> It is uh, a little crazy to say the least, but uh, yeah, this is uh, at least at least we have the option of the Saints. Yes, yeah, and that was a very optimistic uh, start last night. Will that will the Twins uh, being so rotten? Will that actually help the Saints attendance? Even though not they're not very they're, good not either. Not if they're gonna. Not if after six innings the score is eleven to nothing and they have zero hits. Ooh. Or maybe it was eight to nothing, and then they added on. But I had completely a, forgot that it was had, their opening they day. They had zero hits until the seventh inning. Oh, and they were giving them up. And of course, Randy Dubnik, him of the five-year contract, was the starter, and he gave up six. Ooh, it's. Uh, Do you think the Twins will petition to Governor Walls to just keep the attendance figure at ten thousand <laughs> for the summer? Well, they're not gonna. They're not gonna have any trouble selling tickets. I'll tell you. No. St. Paul. I don't know what their limit was last night, but they only had three thousand some there. Last night, thirty-seven hundred. What's something. their full capacity at there? At that well, part, they've had nine in there standing. You know, because isn't it based on I a percentage? Sitting, sitting is seventy-two hundred. So maybe something. that's what it is. It's a percentage of. Your capacity. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but uh, I thought that uh, Sue Ann had the duty for us last night. He wanted to write it for some reason, so I flipped flipped with him. But I wish I hadn't, because uh, I was thinking of those twenty years I spent in St. Paul, where Minneapolis treated them like the, mm -hmm. you know, the redheaded step stepchildren, as we say, and. Uh, and the the big thing when they were arguing stadiums and stuff. They gave St. Paul the World Trade Center, World Trade Building mm -hmm. in downtown. Like this was, this was Rudy Boschwitz's, uh, Rudy uh, Perpich's deal. It was we're gonna because of our relationship with uh, Gorbachev and every we're gonna become a, a, a international capital of trade here. You know, and they gave St. Paul the World Trade Center. It's that big building downtown. Mm -hmm. It's I don't know how many floors, 15? I can't remember. Maybe their biggest floor, you know. And, you know, three years later, they had shoe shops in there. There was nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened. Basically, they ended up with this big white elephant. But this was St. Paul's big consolation prize. And I, my lead would have said, this is the biggest boondoggle Minneapolis has played on St. Paul since the World Trade Building uh, was, <laughs> was built. God, oh, bring back. George Samus. 
bring bring back the team that played for laps instead of. Now we got to be serious about the game. Now we got to be serious and why? I, I said this morning to Judd and Phil. I said, "Now the pigs are actually on the field." You know? <laughs> God, they're terrible. Yeah, that, I mean they aren't good either. And that's supposed to be well. At least we've got a good farm system. You know, we got kids I on the way. I know. I don't know. Uh, Larnick. Uh, I'd like to see him do something here, but you know, you got. Look at that roster too. There's no like phenoms on it now because Larnick's over here. So and uh, Royce Lewis is hurt. You know, Royce Lewis is hurt, and I don't know. It's it is. Uh, you know, if you these guys are not going to sit on this though. They're gonna they're gonna decide whether they're in or out. And I think after these already, next two games, they probably? already know they're out. And I think they're gonna. You know, they prove that. The year that they, oh, in 2017 when they thought they were out and they ended up in. Who was the uh, the pitcher? We had him for about five Hi, days. Jaime Garcia. Jaime Garcia. And a kid they gave him got gave to them. Huskar Yanoa is now in the Braves rotation, and he became the Braves' first pitcher to hit home runs in two consecutive games You're since, kidding since me. the other day. And he throws hard, too. He's the guy they gave up for high, five days of Jaime. Uh, and then they got, and then they traded, well, they traded him to the Yankees. The Yankees, They, yeah. they get Littell, maybe. I think so. That sounds right. Who they let right. go, who's now part of the Giants. The surprise team of baseball to me is the Giants. I can't. How can they be good? I don't know. <laughs> they got nobody. <laughs> I remember watching a little bit of one of their games over the weekend. They got Nobody, and, Posey's had doing well, and Longoria's having a bit of a rebound too. But they got they got nobody. No, and they're they're, they're pitching good though. They're eight nine games. Did over they re-sign on. Pablo for his fourth tour with no, the Giants? Pablo, or? I saw him pitch hit yesterday for who? Who was playing Boston? Oh, uh, Baltimore. Balt- maybe it's Baltimore. I thought I saw him pinch hit. Okay, yesterday. I know Boston was playing Baltimore because uh, he's been on the same diet than uh, that uh, Miguel's been on though. And he hasn't lost an ounce. And Remember the one year he got in shape? They showed there was like a documentary on him running up and down these hills. And you talking about Pablo Dominican or Miguel? Pablo. Yeah. Pablo. I yeah. guess I did. I never saw that. Documentary. Oh yeah. I mean, he was like he's the trim. He got trim one year. He did okay. Next year he came back, he looked like oh, he, see, here, he I, ate his country. I was going to say that the year he probably got in really good shape might have been in a walk year, and then Boston gave him $100 million yeah, or, or whatever it was. It could have been, but his, uh, man, he could hit. He could hit. Well, remember the World Series game when he clubbed one off Verlander in the first inning? You thought, because, you know, Detroit then, they were the heavy favorite going into that yeah. series. And he hit it, I think it was in the first inning, and you thought, Okay, what do we what do we got here? Yeah, and then they ended up didn't they sweep them, the Tigers? Yes, yes. I, I thought so. Yeah, yeah Tigers stunk. The uh, Tigers, that was a weird off season because the the uh, you know the the Tigers they beat the Yankees right? Didn't the Tigers yes. beat the Yankees in the, yeah. in the ALCS? And then the yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's uh it's a disaster right now, and uh, there's not much. Not much that can be done about it. Well, the I worst guess. part about it, Pat, by far and away, this is the worst division in baseball, right? The yeah, AL Central. Well, I wouldn't go that. White Sox are good, and Cleveland's got pitching, you know. But I mean, I guess overall, because the Twins are awfully uh, are terrible. Detroit's the worst team in yeah, baseball. Yeah, the West is nothing to write home about, but the Angels have the you know the 
this Otani's the greatest story in baseball history. And they got Trout, but they don't have much else. Did I see that he played the outfield the other day? Yes, he started last night. Pitch seven was really good. Mm -hmm. And they put him in the outfield and took their D. So they took their DH out of the lineup. They put him in the outfield, and then their then the pitcher that came in was batting in the right fielder spot, wherever that would have been. Okay. No, so I what, don't think they lost. They didn't lose their DH. They just lost whoever the the pitchers. He took out the right fielder, so the pitcher then is hitting. The pitcher's spot is hitting where the right fielder would have been hit. Okay. But there's that Madden said it like a few days ago, he's thinking about doing that, putting him in the field when after he leaves the keeping his bat in the lineup by playing him in the outfield. Because he's, he he's leading the league in he's home got runs. 10 overs. You know what he can do that I didn't realize the other night? I'm What's watching. That? He can run. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a great athlete. He's faster than hell. He's a he great beat athlete. beat out an infield hit. And were they playing the... They weren't playing the Giants, were they? What game was I watching? This was about three nights ago. And they were talking about, hey, he's one of the fastest guys in the league getting the first base. You know? It's unbelievable oh, know. what a great athlete he is. And yesterday, he like took 20-some pitches to get through, I think, the first, and he ended up with only 80 pitches in seven innings. So I think he has, what, two more years of control, three more years of control, whatever it is. How do you judge what you're going to give him? Uh, it depends upon if he can make. I heard a big argument on MLB Network on satellite today, and one guy saying he won't make 15 starts. He's going to you know because he's broken down every year. Sure, but he's got five right now, and he's been outstanding, and he leads the league at home runs. I mean, he's a he's Babe Ruth. Right. Well, yeah, he's Babe Ruth. The last guy to do this was Babe Ruth in nineteen nineteen. Because you can't compare him, you know, if you're thinking, okay, he's a pitcher. You know, it's not like you're going to give him Garrett Cole money, but yet yeah. he does more things than Garrett Cole does. I, I don't know how you even judge what you're going to pay the He'd guy. Be irresistible to the biggest spenders in baseball, though, including the Dodgers or the Yankees, don't you think? Well, he could have had As a chance to sign with all those guys, but he chose the Angels, didn't he? Yeah, they needed him and. Yeah, he did. And he, he did. wanted to be close, uh, uh, sh the shortest flight possible. Yeah, well, he'll probably, the, uh, you know, the Trout contract is, no, that they, they got quite a while to run, so they'll, they'll have to give him an incredible amount of money. But, I, you know, he'll, he'll end up somewhere. Were you shocked, by the way, that they let loose of Pujols? I'm surprised they had the guts. Yeah, I was kind of shocked by that, too. But he's, you know, the only guy... The only guy worse right now is Miguel yeah. and Cabrera, and but Cabrera, Cabrera could go still play first base, and the team stinks. So there's no expe expectations yeah. for the twin, for the team. But yeah, I, I was, and he handled it pretty well. But uh, that thing never worked out for them. No, they didn't even have. Did they even have a playoff appearance? I don't believe so. When he or was they here? Did, yeah, they did have one playoff appearance and. Did they lose both games? I'm not sure. Are oh, they, they lost to the Royals. Wild card? 
or a playoff. Yeah, it was the wild or no? Well, it wasn't a wild card. Oh, I think it was because they were the. I think it was the Royals that they so lost. So they lost division series. They lost. Yeah, yeah. They, they played in one year. Yeah, but he never equaled his numbers. You man, do you think he'll sign with anybody? Or do you think he's done? I think he's done. Yeah, who's going to take him? Now? I was just maybe. I know they have Goldschmidt, but I'm thinking maybe a celebratory send off in St. Louis. But yeah, maybe in September. Right. Not, yeah. I mean, they think they're good. They are pretty. They are decent. They are not a one. They are pretty good, but uh, I've said it before, and you've been there too. When whatever year that was, oh nine was it? Whenever we, my son and I went down for that Twin Series, and it was a hundred some degrees yeah. there, and he hit two off slow ball on Saturday. The Twins won two out of three, but he hit two off slowy. Who, by the way, was somebody pointed out to me if slowy had won that game, this was late June. He would have led the American League in wins. You're with kidding 10. It would have been his 10th win, and he didn't win 10 the rest of his life. Wow. But, but Albert hit two off him. And for some reason, they were playing an afternoon game Oof. in the middle of summer. Oof. It was steamier than hell. But I, you know, Cardinals, at least then, more jerseys in the ballpark than any place else. Really? In baseball. Yeah. Don't you? I mean, oh, you've yeah. been there. Yep. I mean, it was... You know, it's now become kind of a phenomenon everywhere. But even, you know, 10, 12 years ago, baseball crowds were like 20% jerseys or 30% jerseys. St. Louis, it was 90% jerseys and 90% Albert. I remember. Uh, 90 of the 90% were Albert. That uh, that game you're referring to, that I, w- I was there with three of my buddies. Some and, uh, beer to be drank that day. Oh, yeah. Since uh, one of them lived about two blocks from the stadium, we were uh, we were in good shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember uh, my buddy Nate, who was there with us, not a sports fan in the least. He just mm-hmm. likes the theater. Yeah. You know, he just likes being yeah. there. It's fun theater. And he said, Reeves. I said, what's up, Nate? And he goes, who's this Pajalis guy? <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody wearing those jerseys? Yeah, who's this Pajalis guy? You know what guy? offended me about that? <laughs> How much the Cardinals charge for beer. You're, it's Bush Stadium, right? It's beer has made you the city. It's brewed should, right there. You <laughs> should not have to pay nine bucks for a, a cup of beer. I mean, I don't drink, and I was offended. You were offended. They should be like five bucks max yeah. in in St. Louis. Oh, for God's sakes, it's Bush. Yes, and you know you should say. We got $5 Bush and nothing else, yeah, okay? That's your option. If you want a Miller, take a hike. <laughs> right, get walk out of here. Down the, <laughs> walk down the street, pal. This is this town is uh, this town is a Bush town. And I know? always, because I, I love going to baseball games there, and, and people, oh people often ask, well, what makes it so special? I said, here's what makes it special. The 70-year-old grandmother of five. Yeah. Doesn't even know the St. Louis Rams exist, <laughs> yes. but she knows who the Double A second baseman is. Yeah, you know that's is. the that's the passion of that I fan base. I, I think it's it's fallen off a little bit, but it's it it is America's great. Red Sox get a lot of credit, but uh, St. Louis is America's oh. greatest baseball. T- and you know why? Germans, Polish, yep, and beer. Yes. That's look at Minnesota. The baseball hotbeds are in New Ulm and uh, you know St. Claude Stearns County yep. back in the day. Yep. You got and it, it helps Catholic Catholics too, but not we'll let German Lutherans play too. But German, but Germans, beer and other Slavic people, but 
Polish and German mostly. Mm. They love baseball. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's passed down for generations. And the other thing they had coming out, state Minnesota, the farmer with the 11 kids. That helped. With the, the German farmer with the 11 kids who said, okay, if you work real hard on the farm all winter, <laughs> freeze your ass off. Once we get the crops planted and there's not much to do, you can play baseball. Wasn't that the uh, <laughs> wasn't that the Mike Poppets rule when his dad said the only way you know yeah. the only way you're getting out of farm work is you got you got to yes. play sports. Yes, he's right. like, all right, I'm all in <laughs> yeah. on baseball. Baseball, yeah, the summer, <laughs> but the summer is you know they they still do some stuff in the summer, right? But, but it's not once they get the crops uh, crops planted, they just got to wait for them to grow. They don't have to wait as long as they used to, but you know they can. They, the summer is for bitching and, uh, you know, bitching about not enough rain or too much rain or too much heat or not enough heat. It's, uh, you know, and playing and baseball. And baseball. That's what it's for. Yep. Yeah. You know, I said once on the old show, I said that we were, is it Redwood Falls that always had the big farm thing, farm fest I don't, I don't thing? I not ringing a bell. There's the Willie Farm thing, but then there was this farm fest. And, uh, in Redwood Falls, in a, I, down there somewhere, okay. I think we may, we might still have it. I don't know, but they and it, it was big. And I said, "Yeah, there's two great big uh, tents there. One says bitch, and the other says moan." <laughs> <laughs> I grew up with those farmers. They're never happy. No, they aren't. They, they, knee high by the fourth is now neck high by the fourth, yep. and they did they, they the stuff they're putting on the ground now goes. Yep. That they still complain. Well, and it's funny because uh, our our short hail st- now they're worried about hail. Our shortstop is a full time farmer. Oh yeah, and he has to he has to uh, schedule planting season. All right, we're playing Sunday. Yeah, and then we're not playing again till Friday or yes. whatever you know. <laughs> but they all uh, you know they all help each other now. So yeah, they all they get you know it used to be one guy out there plowing around on two hundred and twenty acres in a. And then when they picked the corn, half of it stayed in the ground. Now they don't leave a kernel. No. A bird couldn't find a kernel. The turkeys are saying, what the hell here? <laughs> the pheasants. Or the pheasants, the pheasants yeah. Are, there's nothing. There's nothing mm-hmm. left. They're eating seeds. They're not supposed to eat seeds. You can't get a fat, corn. You can't get a fat Need pheasant. Corn. Yes. Need corn. Let's go back to the old equipment when we left it. Plus, they, did you, have you noticed? I think I've complained about this before. Fence lines are gone. They, they've taken... No, I guess no, I haven't really noticed plowing, that. They're plowing as far out as they can, and the oh, the to, to save line, on landline. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So they can get another however many bushels out of that, taking two more strips out of the ditch. You know? Yeah, that's my favorite part about this time of the year is being able to see for miles making those yeah. road trips to you know St. Patrick or, oh, yeah. or wherever. That's just that's the best part about the yes, early part of town. Nice ball season. way. I had the top down driving over there. Yeah. Oh. Got the nice waft of manure and, uh, coming, <laughs> coming over there, which tells you it's springtime. Speaking of that, did you get hit up for a raffle ticket of the ATV they've been trying to auction oh, off I for bought, about the last bought, 20 years? I think I bought one, but I don't know. Did they take my name or do they give me a ticket or what? They give you a ticket. How but do they, I find out if I won? They also, well, you won't find out till I think September was but when the, they don't actually give it away, right? No, they, I, I said to him, I said, you're, you <laughs> they guys get you to donate. You guys to. stick me for $10 every time we play here, and then I don't even know who wins the damn thing. Uh-huh. But I was informed I that. I, I do like the way they take ticket money, too. They come and. Pass the bucket? Add, no, at the end of the they come over and say three bucks. Oh, yeah. Or was I buying a. I thought I was paying to get in. That was, yeah, that because what they did that on was Sunday was moms and kids were free. Moms were free. Yeah. Yep. Kids and are always kids free. Kids are always free. Yeah. Mom was free. Yes. And see, they're they're brilliant. Because what they do 
is you get a dollar for a foul ball. So they have 80 kids chasing after every foul ball. Now, I did find out something for your father. What's his first name? Fran. I did find out this from Fran. You can take your criticism of the Gophers only so far, (laughs) and then he becomes defensive. (laughs) Was it a P.J. Fleck? Uh, Not so much Fleck, but Patino. He's not still defending him. No, he's not defending him, but I said, you know... This whole what a nice guy is a bunch of crap. And he, I've been he, telling him that for he years. Said he said he was arrogant. He treated everybody. You know, the high school coaches didn't like him because right. he big-timed them all. Mm-hmm. I said he's he's an under. I said he's not a bad guy, but he ain't a great guy like everybody. Ah, he was such a great guy. No, he wasn't. His- and he ran a clean program. And I said, well, first year he was here. He brought in the two kids from Spain, African kids from Spain, who got delivered to him by the travel agency that he ended up having his European trip through. Mm-hmm. And there was a big story on how the teams were doing this. Never caught any wind in its sails around here, but he it was mentioned in the uh, in this somebody Newsday or someone news Newsday or somebody did a did a big piece on how this was the new way to cheat for the European players you would these they had these coaches in Europe and Africa attached to this travel agency and then you would you would schedule your Spanish you would book your foreign trip mm-hmm. through them at an exorbitant price and then you get a couple of players out of the deal and unfortunately for him he got Kanate and whatever the other That's guy's right. name was. So he, but what know. was Joe's line? I think they sent us the wrong Kanate. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yes. So you know, I mean, he was desperate for big men then, and he, he, you know, these guys came. So I said, you know, maybe, maybe he realized it wasn't worth it. He might as well take some guy from this country. Right. That he, he knew he was. I said, but this idea that. That the uh, that we were all on the up and Isaiah Washington, you know, Jelly Fam, Jelly Fam. I got a hunch, <laughs> Jelly Fam. He should have paid the Gophers, as it turned out. Right. But I got a hunch that maybe Jelly Fam so didn't l- come. I got I had a hunch that Jelly Fam didn't grow up saying, "Boy, I wish I could play at the University of Minnesota." I don't think so either. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, as long as we're on this topic. Have you discussed yet what an embarrassment WCCO TV tried to pass off as a as a, I only made it through the first episode. Did the second one? The second one was last night the blockbuster. I, I kept watching this going, what the hell's the story here? There's a And we're not exactly PJ Fleck defenders, no, by the way. Not me. I I defended him on Twitter. Because I, I just kept I saying said, is, have they nothing. ever watched college football? Like what it's well I can tell you this professor who was the big Mm-hmm. The whistleblower, yeah, who ended up losing his job allegedly over there. I he has every time I would, not every time, but often when I would sneak in the rare shot at PJ, mm-hmm. he would email me and tell me he would he had real information, and I, you know, you know, players, it sounded nonsensical to me, and I didn't touch it. So I just anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, so, is this sweeps? Do we still have sweeps weeks? Because you, know, you don't hear as much about them. That's but it, a good it point. It was definitely an old fashioned 
sweeps we build up for nothing, right? Yes. We've had those before. Yes, I've, that's 100% uh, But I don't know if we still was. have sweeps. I can't tell so you if I, we do I, either. I don't either. Because you don't hear as much about it as you used to. No. Plus, you got constant... You know, with the electronic, you got stop, constant access to ratings. So. And I was wondering, too, because this just felt like, well, this is just bait click. I mean, that's all that this is. But I don't even know if it would even, since they aired it on TV, would that even have been in, in impact on their website? I have no idea, but it was it was well, such it a was non-story. Viewers. It was, yeah, it was. It was, I mean, it it really left me in a humiliating place of having to defend pj you know <laughs> but i i think it was so bad that he didn't even need defending you know no you know it just it just made him look silly yeah i don't know and they put a city side reporter on it right i or thought it was liz collin wasn't it wasn't it her i thought that was her that did the story on on tv anyway oh I, yeah whoever it was yeah, yeah. anyway didn't uh, i don't think it's gonna uh, i don't think it's gonna cost him his job no, no, no I, nor should no, it. No, no, and it, we, there's also the one kid who got run off. The kid who got run mm -hmm. off said he got hurt and he got run off, and he, you know, he got run off. But you know, that's, happens. That's college that's sports. Happened. Yes, yeah. it is. If uh, you know, my thing to me, the scandal is you're cutting sports and you're letting him have another ten or twelve scholarships for this. You, you're letting him have really. You're letting him have 95 scholarships instead of the 85 because of the pandemic, and you're or maybe even a hundred. You're you he didn't have to get rid of any of those players. Is this because they're allowing kids allowing to guys not to count have the extra year? Yeah, okay. But I still a lot of schools have not opted for it, that. Well, they haven't. The kids can come back, but they have to squeeze them in the 85 full scholarships, or they have to not get scholarships, and they. You know, they just routinely added another, what, uh, let's say a scholarship costs you 40 so they added another 400000 to his athletic wow. budget. Plus, they just gave a raise to Joe Rossi, the defensive coordinator. and they're, So when everybody else is taking cuts, they're getting raises. So that, to me, is a scandal. This isn't the scandal. Because they sure. open with Ohio State, right, on the second? Yes. Ohio State with a new QB, though. That's true. Hey, who knows how good they're going to be. I'm going to guess, based on Ohio State's um, reputation, that they're going to replace uh, mm -hmm. they're going to replace him, Justin Fields, with probably another five-star recruit from somewhere. Yes. That would be my guess. Yeah, they uh, might already have a couple on that thing. Anyway, twins. We stinks. Uh, we stinks. Uh, we don't want to break the bad news to Lakers fans about the pitching situation, do we? No, yet? not yet. Not yet. Not yet. We don't, but the... Let's just put it this way. The Lakers' favorite status in the state Class C tournament has, has kind of Taking a little lost hit. its momentum. Taking but a little what hit. The hell? You know? What the hell? That's sports, Pat. You know? Town team baseball is supposed to, I guess Sunday supposed to rain, huh? Yeah, but I know because a lot of teams are Saturday. starting Fridays this week. It's supposed to be a beautiful weekend. Yeah, Friday Which means 70 degrees in this godforsaken <laughs> igloo location. Let's, let's have a day. Twins are home this weekend and get your tickets now. <clears throat> Who are they playing? Oakland, right? Uh, oh, I think you're right. Uh -huh. I think you're right. Who uh, doesn't make any difference? No. Unless it's Detroit, the other team's better. <laughs> and they split with Detroit. What are you going to do with Miguel? Pat, it's hopeless. I know, it's hopeless. He, keep in mind, he can't catch catch up to a fastball now. What yeah. makes you think that in 2 or 3 years it's going to turn around? It's not. There's one answer. 
gastric bypass, but I don't think <laughs> don't. Uh, I don't think they're going to uh, go for that. But they're obviously now the fact he didn't play Tuesday night. You're starting your big series with the Whiteys, and he's sitting. That tells you what they think about him right now. Yes. Right. Oh yeah. That he has no chance. No. Rather have plucky, overweight Willens Astiadio in there than your uh, than your. When was he in the home run derby? 18? Uh, it was in the Miami. one that was in Miami. It was Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah. 18 or 17? I think it was 18. 18. Because that would have been about three hours. He'll never be in the home run derby again. I suggested a strikeout derby between him and Joey Gallo before. Oh, boy, game. that'd, that'd be, be good. That'd be a good promotion. But Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo is God compared to Miguel Well, he's a right gold now. glove outfielder. Yes, yes, that's you know? right. That's right. All righty, we did it, uh, Ricey and Reavers. We uh, do our baseball podcast damn near every week during the season. Except for when we forget. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> for a beautiful lawn all season long, spring to fall, log on to ProfessionalTurf.com. You do that, you're going to be able to schedule this free no-obligation estimate uh, where a pro-turf pro is going to walk your lawn and then design a three- to four-application treatment that they apply throughout the summer that gets rid of the weeds, keeps your yard thick and luscious, and it's that way until the snow flies again. Applications that are safe for you, the family, pets, the environment, uh, those kids that always cross your yard that you're yelling at, it's even safe for them. All you have to do is water and mow, and and I mean mow a lot. It really works. The GL staff is all signed up. 90% of you GLers are signed up. You should too. It's more popular than a COVID shot, and it's the best thing you could do for the health of your lawn. ProfessionalTurf.com. EcoFun has e-bikes in stock. And why is that important? Because every other bike retailer is out of stock and will not be getting new e-bikes until December or January. You can't even get one for Christmas from them. The weather is warming up, so if you are in the market for an e-bike scooter or ATV, go to EcoFun right now. EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake. Talk with Tim Bloom. The owner of EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, Tim and his family will help you select the e-bike that is right for you, and they will deliver it to your front door in the metro area. Right now, EcoFun has Bentelli e-bikes and Yamaha motor assist bikes in stock. EcoFun also carries the full line of Yamaha scooters, motorcycles, and a wide variety of Yamaha ATVs, including ATVs for kids. Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at EcoFunMotorsports.com and tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Racy sent you. Since a couple of years after Leif Erikson arrived, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, outdoor adventures abound. Minnesota spans more than 86,000 square miles. It's great we can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure. With so many adventure options, it got us thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who has only one company, no options. At the Canopy Group, our guys at the Canopy Group and gals, we offer you more than 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 30 professionals. As your needs change, you should have options to continue to provide with the best coverage for the best price. 
You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389, 800-967-3389 to get plenty of insurance options today.